Do you cringe thinking about the mistakes you've made? If you have high standards for yourself, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you do, these high standards combined with any tendency to be hard on yourself may cause you to want to shy away from fully owning your mistakes. It may be a knee-jerk reaction to want to move on quickly, pretending the mistake didn't happen. But as a leader, the best course of action is to own your mistake and learn from it. Not only is it good for you as a leader, it's good for the morale and performance of your team. This episode covers how to own your mistakes in a way that allows you and your team to grow in experience and in trust. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm a leadership development consultant, speaker, and author. I am the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills and the mindset that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who want to be ready for the next one. It is my belief that for more women to hold positions of senior leadership, there are changes at the individual and organizational level that need to occur. Not only do women need to be trained and coached on how to operate at these levels of leadership, organizations need to change their paradigm of how the work gets done and what supports are in place for leaders to do their job. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn on the platform. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. You'll see the follow button is prominent on my profile, but if you click on the more button to the right, you'll find the option to connect. Click on that and be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. Last week's episode focused on how to admit you don't know without losing your credibility as a leader. This week's episode is covering owning your mistakes. These topics might be difficult to contemplate, but they are important. Today, we'll delve into this topic, and I promise in the episodes to come, while being no less important, might not feel as uncomfortable or personal to consider. Being a leader is a very public position. You might not always be conscious of it, but you are always assessing your performance, and others are doing the same whether they are always aware of it. This can create a lot of pressure for you to always get things right. Because of this, it can make it difficult to admit when you have made mistakes or failed to deliver. Yet making mistakes or failing is common. I'm gonna say that again. Making mistakes or failing is common. No one is immune to it. Also, part of your role as a leader is to hold your team accountable and address their mistakes when they happen. This is part of the reason why it's so important for you to hold yourself accountable when you are mistaken or fail in some capacity. Ignoring your own mistakes can undermine team morale. Also, if you are in a company that values creativity, 
innovation, or experimentation, having space for mistakes is required to foster those things. If you are a leader in such an organization, you need to demonstrate that mistakes are okay and not to be hidden or glossed over. Regardless of your company culture, how you deal with your mistakes and failures make all the difference between gaining respect or losing it. I recently shared an article on LinkedIn that had the five top tips to get yourself on the path to the C-suite. Near the top of this list is owning your mistakes. (laughs) That's how important this is. It is required to up-level as a leader. Owning your mistakes means taking full responsibility for anything you did or did not do that led to an error. It also means refraining from looking around for someone or something to blame. Now, we are human. There may be a moment or two after you realize you made a mistake where your mind will automatically try to make sense of the mistake. You know, instantly your mind is looking for an answer to the questions, what happened and how did this happen? And your ego may try to get involved, right? Your ego, we all have one will try to protect itself by frantically searching for someone or something to cast blame upon to alleviate any embarrassment or damage to your reputation, right? It thinks that if it blames somebody else, that it will save itself. Don't beat yourself up if this happens. You are processing the information. However, you want to quickly redirect your mind to work on seeing where you contributed to the mistake. If and when you realize you did indeed make a mistake, I'm breaking it down for you what to do next. But before we go there, let me ask you, do you know what your needs are as a leader? A little break here for me to check in on your leadership development. Knowing what you need as a leader is the first step to becoming more confident and competent in your leadership. I developed the Leadership Operating System Inventory for women like you. This holistic self-assessment allows you to assess your effectiveness in leading others, leading yourself, your ability to influence, your ability to manage your energy, and your communication skills. It's a way for you to quickly identify where you could focus your developmental resources. It will take you about three minutes for you to complete. And if you think about it, that's a quick turnaround to gain insight into what would improve your effectiveness as a leader and make being a leader easier and more enjoyable. Get that insight by visiting womentakingthelead.com to take a fun, easy leadership inventory. The first step in the process of owning your mistakes is to reflect on what caused the mistake. Part of rebuilding trust is conveying that you have taken the time to reflect. You have examined the facts and identified some factors that led to your making a mistake. This isn't about making excuses. Facts can be used as excuses when we're trying to shake off any responsibility. If you are truly owning your responsibility, then this is about discerning what caused you to make the mistake. And when you know that, you can make sure those conditions don't contribute to future mistakes. So for example, 
On a day when you were rushing from meeting to meeting to meeting, you may have forwarded an email to the wrong person, been terse with a team member who was trying to ask you a question, or been late to one of those meetings and stalled the meeting start time. Now you know. Having meetings stacked on top of each other is bad for business. Going forward, you can set boundaries around these meetings. It may mean communicating to meeting facilitators ahead of time that you need to leave a meeting early to go to another meeting. You could let your team know you'll be unavailable for the most of the day or the entire day. Can you decline one or two of these meetings? If not, Could you send one of your team members to represent you for a certain meeting so your schedule isn't overloaded? This could also be a great opportunity to pull your team in to be part of the solution. Could they help you brainstorm how to handle or prevent this situation in the future? When your team is part of the solution, they experience having more agency at work. Once you discern what caused the problem, Come up with one or more solutions, or maybe your team has helped you brainstorm the solutions, and then communicate the solution when and if you need to apologize. If others were impacted directly or indirectly by your mistakes, a sincere apology goes a long way, and it's a big part of owning the mistake. Your apology needs to acknowledge what you did or failed to do, the resulting consequences of it, and the impact it had on the people involved. Your apology will not have the effect that you want it to have if in the apology you demonstrate that you don't understand what the consequences of your mistake were or the impact it had on the people involved. So you really want to make sure you understand those things. It may take thinking about the situation from other people's perspectives. Our own perspective has blind spots. So if you're unsure of the fallout, consider asking others if and how they were impacted by the mistake, right? This is a great opportunity to learn and to grow. And there are some circumstances where an apology can be done in a message. However, they are few and far between. Don't add insult to injury by thinking you can hide behind a computer screen to make the delivery less painful for you. An apology is not about you. It's about repairing the relationship with another person and rebuilding trust. When in doubt, apologize in person, via video conference, or over the phone, whatever you have available to make the experience more personal. Lastly, apply what you've learned. Walk your talk as a leader. This is absolutely the way to rebuild trust. All the conversations and the reflection and the the coming up with solutions is just the start of it. Those conversations release the pressure valves on any tension that might have come about as a consequence of the mistake. How you behave going forward will continue to cultivate trust or it will undermine all your efforts. To err is human, to own the error, and to learn from it is divine. And if you need help with any of this, let's chat. 
And if your last promotion left you feeling unstable in your leadership role, or you're looking to develop into your next role, I invite you to consider working with me. I would love to support you through the transition, help you get your bearings and feeling confident in your leadership once again. You can find the link to schedule an exploration call with me in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. If you are listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. And if you're going to ask your company to sponsor you to work with the coach, there's also a link to access a checklist that will help you prepare for the conversation. As always, I hope this was of value to you. And here's to your success.